Living in the rising sun, the land of bamboo, Tengu, and Gundam like Yo, can't believe I finally made it, my two re-celebrated Golden Week, hold it down with my show E-Tank it out of, let's hit Yamada, thank you, big smile, I feel Yo, Minasan, and welcome to Manga Sensei. I'm your host, John Sensei, and today, like every day, I'm teaching you the world's best language there is. That is Japanese. In case you didn't know and you're just tuning into this because you saw the funky name manga and you want to know what a manga is, a manga is a Japanese comic book, and that's how I teach Japanese on my website, manga-sensei.com. If you haven't checked it out, every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I come with a comic and teach you the grammar associated with the native spoken Japanese, written by my good friends, Yuri and Brittany who are part of the Manga Sensei team. Check them out. They're awesome and amazing. I have a great team. Today is a great episode that we're going to be talking about introducing this week's topic, which is resumes. Last week, we did something very, very basic. We talked about days in Japanese. We talked about days in Japan. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about something that was um, a little bit more advanced, a little bit something that kind of people get a little bit afraid of when they start thinking their Japanese is good enough to get a job. I know people who are applying for jobs in marketing, people who are applying jobs in engineering, people who are want to use Japanese in their job, but don't know how. How. Today's episode is mostly going to be talking about things that you can do to prepare your resume and some things that people look for on your resume. Starting tomorrow, I'll be putting up Japanese grammatical terms that you should definitely know if you're going to do an in or if you're going to write in your resume. Because see, the one thing you should know about Japanese resumes is about half of them are written by hand. That's right. You don't just take your resume and then print it out after you've typed all, all nice font. You actually take it and you put it in a printout and then you write it by hand much of the time. Now, typing is completely appropriate if you're worried about how your handwriting is. However, um, a lot of these are written, and sometimes they'll even have you write it in the place that you're going to be doing the interview. Now, there's also something else that's very, very important in Japanese resumes. This is called the PR. PRs are basically like a Japanese cover letter where you write down the important uh, things that you've done that are appropriate to this particular job, and you try to not necessarily impress them, but impress upon them the way you are good at your job. You kind of gives you an opportunity to tell them a little bit of a story, maybe, or a situation of which you've been able to excel and how you can bring that to their business. This will often not necessarily be recited, but it will be taken as as an important um, thing for them to read over, and they'll have you recite it back to you to make sure it's something that you can talk about. So this is a very, very exciting thing, your PR, written 100% in Japanese, unless there is some, of course, strange issue, which they don't want you to speak Japanese, which which then again would bring you, why are you listening to this podcast if you don't want to learn Japanese, which is what I teach. So if you are going to write your resume, the first thing that you need to really know about Japanese resumes is one about the Japanese PR. Are. The second one that I think that I recommend looking in Japanese is that it's a lot of the times it's handwritten. So write out or practice writing out what your job and school experience are. See, on a Japanese resume, which I'll be putting up one next week on my website so you can kind of see what it looks like, is basically you have info, basic information, your name, your phone number, where you live, etc., etc. But then you have a lot of lines to fill in school experience and work experience. You simply fill out times, dates, and years of which need to be memorized. If you're particularly 
especially if you're writing it down. Another important thing to bring along with you is something called a shokaijo. The shokaijo is a letter of introduction and is customary many times when you go to apply for a particularly um, non-entry level position. So for example, if you're transferring from one job to another, or if you're trying to get into a higher position by jumping to another job. A good example of this is if you're in, for example, internet marketing, which is what I do most of the time, trying to market this podcast and this channel on YouTube, and then taking that and applying it to um, not necessarily an internship, maybe a higher level job at a different company instead of my own. That's where the time that you'd use this um, useful bit of Japanese resume building. So that letter recommendation comes from someone, maybe your school, maybe your previous job, someone that trusts you and you give it to their connection there to introduce who you are. Basically, it's me, for example, if I were to recommend John, my number two at Manga Sensei, I'd write him a letter saying how good and thoughtful John is and you, Mr. Guy, who I'm familiar with, my brother's sister's cousin's uncle, should definitely hire John because he's so cool. With that, though, I am out of time. Make sure to sign up on our podcast and to get any extra fun goodies on our on our website subscribe and like and i will see you tomorrow until then johnny